You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always, my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in the hills of Texas. That's right. Welcome in back. The hills uh, of Texas. <laughs> I think AK Mike is uh, actually down at Jay's this weekend, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. They, uh, they were able to get together. Yeah. So uh, welcome back. We uh, missed you the last couple episodes. Uh, we understand you were doing uh, some community theater. Theater. Thespian. Uh, I was. Yeah. We uh, saw a Facebook post or two. It looked like you have fun. So Yeah, I did. It was a good excited. show. Excited. Good. Yeah, we had a real good, had a real good time. to hear it. So. Excellent. And then uh, you guys are playing down there as well. You just uh, kind of showed up and... I guess you had a, uh, what, what are you doing in Texas? <laughs> uh, well, I live here in Texas, but I'm, I'm doing it in Austin or in Jay's area is because oh, right. uh, my, my daughter's here from Alaska. She's come down to visit They're doing some stuff. For, she's got some stuff to work on. And, uh, and so I decided to come see her while she's down here. Nice. Well, then you killed, killed two birds with one stone then. That's right. Well, I haven't killed That's Jay excellent. yet, but that, well, we're, uh, we're happy to work. Okay, well, that's three birds with one stone, but that's no problem. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, welcome back to the Park Flyer Podcast for all of you listeners. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, jump on our YouTube page, uh, like, and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. That helps us out. And also check us out on all of your favorite podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple. I think last week we mentioned that we were on uh, Amazon Podcast now and uh, Podbean or some other some of the other ones, I think. But uh, yeah, from uh, all over the world, I think we uh, were looking at our metrics the other day and we're doing pretty well. Uh, we're getting a bigger and bigger audience, nation or worldwide actually, and uh, we'd like to reach out. I think uh, Canada is our second largest listeners and then uh, Japan right after that. So if you're from either one of those areas, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for listening to us and uh, reach out, shoot us an email, tell us uh, what you think at uh, parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. We'll try to respond as quick as we can. So, uh, all right. So last week we were talking a little bit, uh, our last couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, uh, electric motors and Jim had done a repair and, uh, we were just getting ready uh, at the end of the podcast to go do a maiden flight with the new repair. And, uh, from what I understand, it went somewhat successful from yeah, what I understand. Um, it, it Jay? was, it was, um, well, first, before we start this. As always, I think we should start out with some safety stuff. And I learned something that, that particular week, another RC aviation mm-hmm. safety thing, a uh, hint of the week. And, um, this okay. one, uh, <laughs> this was kind of strange as you know, we, we, we just had our, our safety issue, uh, about, uh, about a month ago, I guess, um, which we had to checklist and everything. Right. So this one comes That's down correct. to. Yep. You know, you're flying and let's say you notice the plane, something's wonky with it. So you land it, you adjust whatever's wonky and then you go up to fly again. Right. And uh, one thing I I have to, (laughs) it's so funny because it hasn't happened to me, 
yet, but I can see how it could happen to me um, in the sense because it's something I think all of us have done. Or let's put it this way: any listener that's over the age of forty-five, it's something that they could do, and uh, definitely. Okay, that's why I want to get this out. So we're we're flying. Something was wonky with the plane. Jim lands. We adjust the wonkiness. We get back up. Jim takes off. He starts. He's flying. And he's like, J J J J. And I'm like, what? 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 What's wrong, Jim? And I'm like looking all around. And he's like, Hey, uh, 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 come over here. Come over here. And I'm like, What? What? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm thinking he's going to tell me like he needs me more up elevator, you know, right or left aileron, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's like, trim or something. Yeah. And he goes, I can't see a thing. Everything's blurry. I'm like, What? <laughs> like. What do you, what what every what what do you mean everything's oh. blurry? He's like, I can't see a thing, man. I I don't know what the plane's yes. doing. It's all blurry. You got to help me. You got to help me. And I'm just like, what? Uh, okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, and I'm just looking at him. I I have no clue what is wrong. You know, and he goes, pull my glasses off. Pull my glasses off. And then I look up and I notice what he's talking about. He still has his <laughs> readers on. So when we were fixing the wonkiness, uh-huh. you know, he has his readers on, <laughs> and he's worked. He worked on the thing. Then, then you know, we we're like, okay, wonkiness is, is all good. I walked back out with the plane. You know, I stood close, held the plane up. You know, he did the function check, walked out a few feet, put the plane down. Jim <laughs> takes right off, gets up about you know, danger high. You know, <laughs> then he's, he realizes he has these glasses on, and he couldn't take them off because you know he's flying the plane. And um, right, so it was kind right. of funny you know, type, you know, haha. But on the, on the flip side, I was like, Ooh, I could see that happening to me, you know, cause we're, you know, how many times have you gone out, you're working on something and you just, you leave man, on, you're you doing are, your yeah, thing. Exactly. That's it. It is. That's old it. Man, so man. folks make sure that, uh, before you take your plane off, you know, put your sunglasses on, take your readers off and, uh, you know, Make sure they're off before you before you go and fly because <laughs> had had I not been there or I've been let you know let's say there was a you know it was just Jim and I out there but if there had been a flight line a bunch of guys and I'd been back in the pits you know dinking with my own plane yeah. or something I wouldn't have heard Jim or known to get up there by that time the plane's flying further away it's getting even worse yeah. you know it could have been a disaster yeah. so um, yeah so watch what you're doing with your readers and uh, that's take those that's off funny. That's funny because it not only applies to the uh, RC world, but in my world, it applies as well. And I was in, this wasn't recently, it's been a few years, but when I first got glasses, you know, I first got my readers, uh, as you get older, your eyes, you know, you need something to focus. And so anyway, I, I was in the simulator for recurrent training and we, uh, you know, they load you up and they give you all these emergencies. And I had my new glasses on and I was looking around and I could see everything and I was reading. And uh, at that particular time, something went boom. And I was like, oh, man. And we have to do an emergency descent out of, you know, 32,000 feet down to 10,000 feet. And so as you start the descent, you have to put your oxygen mask on. And we have a full face oxygen mask. And so... Gotcha. Uh, I looked down and said, what was, what's, what was the noise? And the guy's like, oh my gosh, we got smoke, you know, there's smoke billowing out and we need to get on the ground. I think we have a cargo fire or something, you know? And so anyway, it's in training. It's not for real, but you know, the simulator, you really can't tell it's the same. And so I reached down and I put my entire oxygen mask on and I didn't think a thing of it. 
and I'm doing my thing. I'm calling for checklists. I'm talking to everybody. We're descending. We roll in. We declare an emergency. We're coming into the runway, and I take the airplane, and I look up to look outside to land the airplane and realize I'm in the same boat that Jim is. <laughs> I can't see <laughs> two and a half inches past my face and I got to land this big airplane and I'm looking outside going, man, I can't even tell where the runway is. I don't know where anything <laughs> is. Luckily inside, I can see the instruments up close, right? So they're really close to me. So I just flew the airplane all the way. And since it's a simulator, but had it not been a simulator, I would have had to take the mask off, but I, I just kind of, the airplane's capable of landing with zero visibility. So I wasn't really worried about it, but I just held it on there until I heard, you know, the countdown for the the feet above the ground it goes 50 40 30 20 10 and i just kind of boom we hit not hard but we hit firm and the guy said hey great job and i just looked up at him and i went thanks you know because i couldn't it was like just a sheer blur anything past you know what was right in front of me so i know exactly how he feels so yeah kudos to jim for being able to keep it up uh you know and not just totally give up and crash. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I I wear my glasses down a little bit now so that if something like that happened, I can always look over the rim of them. I don't push them all the way up where I you know, can't see over the top. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> anyway, well, it looks like uh, Jay's got to go take care of uh, his interruption of the dog. But um, we... Uh, we always enjoy hearing the safety tips from the flight line. And, uh, and that's a good safety tip, especially for those of us that get older and do wear glasses. And, um, sometimes uh, I've actually got out to the field where I forgot my glasses and now I can't see putting the thing together. I'd have help putting the airplane together, but I can see out if I, uh, you know, if I can see totally the, you know, distances, I just can't see something up front. So, and do you wear readers too, Mike? Or are you your readers are for far away? Uh, your glasses? No, mine are, are for away. readers. Yeah, far away. I can see without glasses. In fact, I was just talking to my eye doctor about that. It's like um, okay. they want. We tried uh, contacts, and they want to do one far, one close. And it's like, yeah, I can't see my airplanes when I'm flying because they're they just look blurry, and I can't mm. really see them. So it's better I just don't have any glasses at all mm -hmm. and just wear mirror readers when when everything's close. Uh, but I have, uh, you know, transition lenses, yeah. so I can actually see when I have my glasses. So that's why I wear glasses, because the contacts just don't work for me. Yeah. Uh, so when you transition, do they get darker when you, like if you walk outside, they get darker? Yeah, exactly. Or you, yep. Oh, but, tra okay. but transition, it has to do with the um, the way that the um, glasses, I'm sorry, there's transition, then there's, a, what's the other thing, where I have trifocals basically so oh trifocals yeah 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 so but there's yeah no so lines, that you can see right? far right 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 oh exactly. i gotcha right they're bl exactly. they're blended so it doesn't it's not like exactly oh. exactly well, that's cool progressive is so what uh good it. good safety tip there jay we appreciate that yeah yeah no yes. problem yeah, like i said luckily jim kept this cool so uh and, so yeah so so jay yeah so yeah, so like like I said, he kept us cool and uh, you know brought the plane around, and I was able to rip the, the glasses off his face without knocking the radio down or nothing <laughs> crazy like that. And the funny part was, we landed, you know, um, fiddled around more with the plane, made a joke about what happened, and then um, 
you know, Jim took off again and <laughs> had his glasses on again. I'd, and I had to take again. them off again. I'm just like, well, okay. <laughs> well, I can see we're going to definitely have to talk about this in the podcast. Yeah. Well, it's always funny and uh, it's happened to the best of us. So there you yep. go. Perfect. So, so tell us a little bit about the, uh, the flight with the, uh, the new motor. Right. So, uh, his Sig Rascal, he has a 60 size Sig Rascal. Um, as we talked about, uh, last week, the, um, the wire in the motor had snapped or broken and we, uh, you know, at first he was like, oh, I just got this thing. What am I going to do? And, you know, he was thinking he was going to have to throw it away and, and I talked to him about, hey, the repairs are easy. You just have to scratch off the enamel, resolder it, you know, put it back, resecure it. And hopefully if it broke in the right place, this will be a really easy fix. Or if it's just a magnet that got loose, you just put some more epoxy on it, slide it back in, you can still use it. So luckily it had broken in a good place where he was able to, you know, repair it and then um, you know, and then scooch it back in into the into the housing so it wasn't rubbing or anything. Um he said he had run it up to full speed and I made him do it with me before he took off. And I'm like, okay, the it sounds good. It spins easy. I think you're good to go. And so, uh, we took, he took it off and, um, maybe had a little bit of, um, you know, we had a, a little bit of trim issues cause we were still, you know, in that maidening phase of, with the plane, but, uh, we got the plane flying all right. And, you know, I was like, wow, that's fantastic. Um, in fact, for our field, it was kind of weird because we had no wind. It was very little wind, um, which kind of throws us off, right? No wind. But uh, we got the plane trimmed out. Um, everything seemed fine. And then I said, I, there was a question I meant to talk about when, uh, last, last time we were on, was when you do make those repairs, one of the things you might want to do is make sure that you epoxy that wire down within the motor. You know, or you you make sure right. you fasten it as best that you can, either with the wires in that sleeve that it's with, and you know, in that group of wires, just to put some epoxy down on it. You know, don't slop it in there, but just put enough so that they they bind and join, and and you kind of coat the wire that you had to scrape off all the enamel. Um, you know, therefore, it won't you won't get any shorts. And the more important thing is that it doesn't come loose, wind against the housing again, or you know, you don't want anything rattling or rattling enough that it breaks the solder joint. You know, you get a cold solder joint. And I said, well, what did you do, Jim? And he's like, oh, I right. didn't do anything. I just stuffed it back in there. I was like, oh, I'm not going to say that's a problem, but, you know, it could be a problem. So just just be aware that that thing could break loose and we could have a problem. Um, so I think it was like, True. I want to say the third flight, uh, third, third or fourth flight, because he'd flown it, I had flown it, he'd flown it, and I'd flown it type of thing. Um, and I, and so Jim was up, you know, at bat and he's flying along and I'm sitting in a chair relaxing, um, or fiddling with one of my planes. And all of a sudden, you know, he's coming around, uh, he's coming downwind to base. Uh, and all of a sudden I hear, it makes that high pitch squeal. Like you're out of sync, right? Mm. Just makes, I mean, real loud. It makes that sound. And I'm like, oh no, I think that wire busted. Right, because now you only have two phases. I think that wire's busted. Right. You better land. Right. And you know, so I kind of got Jim excited. So he, you know, he throttled back. He throttled back the thing. He did an emergency landing. 
Um, unfortunately, it was a little high, so um, but he got it all down in one piece. Uh, landed the plane. Um, you know, uh, like I said, it, it might have got a little bit of uh, damage to the landing gear. You know, nothing, nothing major. So we checked it all out again. Mm-hmm. We ran the motor up. We checked it, and it did. We couldn't make it repeat. We're spinning it. We couldn't feel anything loose. So I'm like, oh, maybe it got out of sync. I, I don't know. You know, we ran it up several times. It, it didn't, we couldn't make it repeat. And I was like, well, hey, Jim, I'm real sorry about the hard yeah. landing because, you know, he goes, well, I didn't want to put the motor on. And I'm like, well, that's a good choice, you know, um, because, you, you know, you didn't want to screw up anymore, or cause mm-hmm. a fire, or do something crazy. But uh, the plane, we, yeah. the plane looked, looked okay so i i was my turn up to take the plane up so i took it up and was doing a little touch and goes and stuff and uh was bringing it in for its final landing um you know that i've been having lots of bad luck with his planes (laughs) when i'm flying his planes lately i seem to be one i just have this thing about tearing his gear off yeah and i landed maybe a little hot but you know (laughs) once again nothing that I thought would do any damage, but I think, you know, with a couple of, with a couple of landings that we had that day, it was one of those things that was kind of cumulative and I landed, um, I, I went to kind of turn the plane on the, on the field. It kind of skipped, er, 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 you know, put that side loading on the gear and that's all she roped and I ripped that gear clean off. And I was like, no way. And, um, so, uh, so we're like, oh, you know, fantastic so not not fantastic i ripped the gear off but you know got it down i looked at i'm like oh well it looks like it's a pretty clean break and he's like yeah don't worry about it's not that bad i I can repair this and i'm like oh man i didn't mean to break your you know your rascal he's like oh this gear's torn off before don't worry about it you know i was like oh good you know well no not good i don't feel good about ripping guys gear off but anyway i wasn't the the first one (laughs) i wasn't the first one but the good the good the good part about this whole thing although you know um the plane got a little bit of damage here and there, but the motor worked flawlessly. I don't know what caused that out of sync noise or, you know, the motor was strong the whole time after that and it didn't repeat. So I don't know what happened, but, you know, it just made one it of those funky heat related sounds. maybe. No, it's cool. I mean, you know, it's nice and cool. It was only in the 60s down here, or 65, you know, it wasn't that hot at all or, you know, it was a nice cool day. So it wasn't like the plane was overheating. The battery wasn't, you know, puffy or warm or nothing. In fact, mm-hmm. that, that motor, that motor mm-hmm. combo with, uh, I think he's flying up. Yeah. He's flying a six cell on that thing. Now, um, it just sips the juice. I mean, we're flying for eight minutes and it still had 90% of the battery left. I mean, we weren't doing uh, crazy flying with it. I mean, we were just kind of flying in the box and we weren't doing, you know, acrobatics with it. We were just feeling the plane out. So, but if you're just going to go up there and putt putt, man, that plane is fantastic just to let you fly and cruise for a long time. I, th- I think you can get easy, get 12 minutes or so out of that plane. So it was cool. Very cool. That's, that's not the airplane that, that's not the airplane that he put the, the motor in ESC that's not supposed to be a 6L and you can only go half throttle on it. Right? No, 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 no. That was a, that was originally when we, uh, oh, okay. So he had gotten either the he had gotten some five cells for something else, or maybe it was the six cells, mm-hmm. and the the plane was set up for four cells. But the escape uh, the ESC could go up to uh, it was rated for six cells. 
So um, he goes, hey, what? You know, I I want to try six cells in here. You know, because I you know I have this new battery for the A10 or the Franken-10, and well, A10 right. before it became the Franken-10. Um, and he's like, hey, let's right. let's try you know let's try this battery out. You know, and I go, well, you will get more power. It, it should work better, <laughs> but you have to be real careful because you know you can burn this thing out right. in, in a heartbeat. And so we flew it, and it basically flew like a you know bat out of hell at quarter throttle you know <laughs> wow. so it was it was really you know beating the beating the sheet so to be so to speak you know for flying um so barely had to go to half half throttle i mean it was just it was just screaming so but yeah quarter throttle or less than quarter hmm. throttle is all it needed well that's uh that's good though uh if he's used if yeah, if he's using the uh, the new combination where he's got a six cell and the ESC and the motor are good for the six cell, that's why it seems like it's very efficient. Now, I, you know, am running through my head. I can, I think that maybe did did he revarnish the the actual he did not uh, wire at all. No, I mean, no, he did not. He just okay. stuck it back in there. So maybe maybe that touched something, or he got a you know misfire maybe. in there. Maybe, maybe. That, you know don't could know. a magnet could have touched it, or don't know could have ground out. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. That's the crappy part, you know, when you're up there flying, you don't have any way to log any of that stuff. So I mean, you know, you could see your voltage drop maybe if you had telemetry or something, but that's once that happens, you're just kind of like, oh crap, come down here and check everything, and if it never happens again, you really don't know what it was. I think right. that was and, a that's, and that's challenge. the sad part with spider challenge. Was. <laughs> yeah, you know that. You know, hey Billy, why don't you put your hands across those two things? See what happens. It'll it'll probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Grab that big wire. Yeah, yeah grab one wire and the other wire. You. See if it comes. Yeah, out. it won't hurt. You. Just just grab them both same time. Ready? Go. Yeah, that's funny. Let's play ER. Yeah. See if your pacemaker's working. <laughs> That's how I charge it now. Clear. <laughs> exactly. Funny. Well, uh, so did you fly anything else? I mean, that sounds like a. It sounds like the motor worked after he did all that. Uh, it worked. It, it worked flawlessly. You know, except for that uh, one hiccup, it was working yeah. flawlessly the whole time we were out yeah. there. Um, yeah, it was one of those days where, uh, Jim brought out a a small repertoire of aircraft, but, um, Mm. so uh, like we flew the A-10, the Franken-10 again, and, uh, Mm. we ripped the gear off of that again. Uh, yours truly. Oh, that's par for the course though. I think that's the way you landed is just rip the gear clean off. At least it comes to a stop. It doesn't roll as far with the gear removed. So what I suggested to, to Jim for, repairs for this plane so everybody's complaining about this aircraft and its gear okay so i said instead of buying more of the gear you know it's a isn't that a sign of insanity when you keep repeating Mm -hmm. the same thing and expecting different results so i was like instead of buying more of that gear and if that pin you know he bought a whole bunch of the pins in case they break and i'm like if those pins are only three millimeters you know and i and i was thinking like in our and the motion RC gear, I was like, I think they're four or five millimeter, you know, for the pins for those. Mm-hmm. I go, you know four what? Four and a half, I believe. Let's, yeah. what, you know, screw that gear. Let's go get the motion RC gear off of like my L39. I said, I'm pretty sure they can, we can make them fit in this plane. And then 
mm. I know because you know I've I, I haven't you know ripped the gear like ripped the gear out of my my plane only I've only ripped them out or they've come out once or twice but they didn't have you know after I re-glued them in they had insignificant glue on them they barely had any glue on them or that light low uh, silicon stuff that they used that they they glue them in with um but once i put them in and gorilla oh, right. glued them or whatever they 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 have you know i have my gear have hasn't come out so um i just said let's you know i think you know maybe for your birth the birthday or christmas coming up you know maybe maybe i'll get you some gear you know we'll put those suckers in there and i, I think it'll be better it won't look it won't look scale but the plane doesn't exactly look you know <laughs> perfectly scale now but uh so these are the why don't you just so give the a motion glue RC, sticks? Uh, yeah, there you go. Hundred <laughs> glue sticks will work. <laughs> just pour them all in there. Uh, so you're you're wanting to convert this from a straight leg gear to a trailing leg gear, is what you're yes, saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, because the A10, the Motion RC A10 has trailing wing gear. Yes, and. It has a conversion has a conversion to straight leg gear if you're flying on concrete or pave, pavement, but if you're flying on uh, unimproved uh, like grass or you know some other type dirt or whatever, I would call Jay's property unimproved grass. Totally I I would too. Uh, lumpy unimproved grass. That lumpy. That's yeah. right. Like really a hoppy skeppy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's uh, better improved when he mows it, but yeah, it's unimproved if he doesn't. Uh, well, that'd be interesting. So, uh, we'll have to see if that actually off. works. Um, I think that. Say it again. I said sometimes it helps you take off. You know, you get into a little rut and then you come oh, back right. out of the rut and then you're flying in the air. Yes, that's true. The little bouncy gets you airborne a little quicker yeah. than you want to sometimes. Yeah. Though. Exactly. Well, we have no problems taking so, off with that. So with the, the how big? It, yeah, I was saying we we don't have a problem right? taking off with the stock gear. It's just on the landings, and and like I said, I'm not land, when I'm landing. It's not like I'm landing so hot. It's like double the speed of when I land the L thirty nine, the Motion L thirty nine. It's what I would consider mm -hmm. normal for the Motion L, you know, L thirty nine. Now the thing about the eight, the Franken ten, mm. you can slow it way down you know a lot lot slower now that day we didn't have we didn't have a headwind the wind was there was no wind so i was coming in i'm you know i had, you know i got her dirty had the flaps dropped i'm i'm coming in and um you know i started dropping a little bit more i'm pulling back to you know to kind of get it to float you know to do that to extend the run to extend it out you know before i landed mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it it didn't land any harder than I land the uh, L39 and like I said, it hit they gear rips off and then, you know, puts the side loading on and the front gear, you know, pulls out. Uh, that's just because there's not enough meat in the nose anymore. There definitely needs to be more meat, meat up in the nose, but you know, that rips out. So I, you know, right. I just think we need a different type of gear. Either the, either the, the, those, like I said, the pin, those little pins in there, I think are only three millimeters. And I haven't, you know, and I'm pretty sure in ours, like you said, they're four or five millimeters thick. And that just that little bit of meat, I think, is, you know, the, the, the answer and the trailing link, the trailing link for sure. So, yeah. What size is the, uh, is the EDF? Is it an 80 millimeter or is it 70? 65. 
or six, six, oh, so 64, it's even smaller. 65. Yeah, it's smaller. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, it'd be interesting to see if the motion gear will fit in there, especially for flying it off a grass field. But yeah, so the sir, you know, the servo setup I think is almost identical. It's just the wheels are different. So I mean, you, we just all we'd have to do is figure out how to swap the wheels or to drill out the hubs of the wheels that we already have. You know what I mean? To make them fit the axles, or mm-hmm. or if we can swap out the axles that we have from the other ones. You know what I mean? So. That that part we haven't gotcha. wrapped our head around to really start measuring things, but I I just think this that style of gear is the way to go for this this plane. Yeah, well, I think anytime you're flying on gas, you need something that uh, a straight leg gear is going to take a lot of beating, uh, especially on a, a field like yours, which has right. more of a clumpy grass than a nice right. smooth grass. If it was all like you know, if if you were on a golf course type ga- grass, you know, like <laughs> well, that a, would be like wonderful. But that is type not my field. Nice and soft, <laughs> right? That, but that's not your field. So I mean, yours is kind of choppy, and it does you know, grass grows great in Texas when it's raining, but in the summertime it gets and it's kind of that clumpy crab grass looking stuff. Right. So. Right. And if anybody uh, wants to send us some bluegrass or some you know golf grass seed that we can lay down there, just feel free. Ship it down to Jay and uh, get that played out. <laughs> then it will get yeah. Shoot us an email at parkflyerpodcast at yeah. gmail.com and I'll give you Jay's address and send him some grass. Yeah, exactly. We'll let you know where to the send growing it. Type. The growing type. Uh-huh. <laughs> the growing type. For his And then plan the on plan on visiting Jay so you can help him put it down. <laughs> That's go. true. So well, we're excited that uh, it did work. Uh, our time is up for this week, but uh, we are um, understand Pete came down and flew with you as well. So uh, he next did. time we'll, uh, we'll give a little give a little talk on uh, Pete. He brought uh, an airplane down to you, I think, and uh, we'll go out and have some fun. So uh, we're looking forward to that report. And uh, other than that, I'm Michael from Arizona. I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And I'm AK Mike in Texas, in the hills of Texas. The hills of Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do that too. He's going to have to do it on his own. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Okay. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions topics or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.